Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. Okay, so I want to talk about tonight the movie Shang-Chi. It's in theaters now. Um, I don't know if you can watch it on Disney Plus. You know, I think you can. I think you can actually watch it on Disney Plus. Yes. Um, really, really good movie, I have to say. I'm also blasting the soundtrack. I've been blasting the soundtrack for a few days now. It is fire. So let's talk. Okay, so all right. Um by the way, this is this is gonna be predominantly spoiler-free. I'm not really gonna go into spoilers. I don't like doing that. Um, I mean, obviously the movie's been out for like a week, but like still, you know, a week is not enough time. You know what I mean? Like a few months, maybe a week, not. So anyway, yeah, Shang-Chi is one of the I don't wanna say lesser known characters that I grew up knowing about Shang-Chi, but I suppose, like, yeah, I, I mean I guess I suppose he's not like a main roster character, I suppose. Um, in fact, I think like that the last thing I remember seeing of Shang-Chi that I was kind of surprised, which I did buy, was the Marvel Legends figure of him that came out, I want to say a year or two ago now. Um, that Legends figure came out and I remember like going and because I pre-ordered him uh, from GameStop. I was so excited to get that character because I don't really have anything Shang-Chi um, before that. I, all I had was that. So I was like, Dude, Shang-Chi's gonna be a freaking figure? Heck yeah, part of the Spider-Man wave. And I got a few, I got him, uh, White Rabbit, a few other characters too, but I was so excited for Shang-Chi. I could not wait to have something Shang-Chi in my collection. So that was super dope. He was one of the first Legends figures, actually. Like, I would say my first, when I started collecting, probably in my top 20, as in far, like, the ones I was collecting so far, like, I hadn't collected very many. So he was, like, one of my first, like, I would say 20 to 30 uh, legends that I had collected. Um, I started like a few years ago and then like it just skyrocketed now. And now I even went and bought the Shang-Chi uh, collection for the movie before the movie came out and a few of the Funko Pops too. Cause I was like, dude, like Shang-Chi gets no love. There's so many Marvel characters out there that get like no love, but Shang-Chi was one of those ones that I was like, I remember talking about that, um, talking about Shang-Chi when uh, the Luke Cage series came out on Netflix. <laughs> and I was like, dude, like I really want them to do like Shang-Chi. I would love like a Shang-Chi, Luke Cage, Night Thrasher, Silver Sable, like crossover. I would love that. Why? I don't know why, but I would love that. Anyway, so yeah, Shang-Chi, this movie. This movie is just, it's a lot. It's full of color. It's full of great songs. Just, ah, I love it. I love the characters. I love the relationship between Kate, uh, Katie and um, Sean, Shang-Chi. Um, by the way, I say Shang, it's, it's Shang-Chi, not Shang-Chi, but Shang-Chi. Um, I love the relationship between the, the, the both of them. Um, so basically in this film, um, Sean, Shang-Chi is on a mission, uh, was on a mission, um, and that brought him to the States. And so he ends up like kind of living about half his life there, uh, from being trained by his father to kind of do different kind of work. I don't, again, I'm not going to go into all of it. Um, but that kind of work ends up coming back to him. Um, after all these years away, he meets a girl named Katie living in, in America and they kind of have this, this friendship. They're, they're both really like, they remind me of me and my friends, honestly, cause they're both like super young at heart. They're, they're adults, but they're super young at heart and they have like, you know, they have their jobs. They like their jobs. They think their jobs are exciting and, and whatever. Um, which is kind of like a Marvel thing. Like a lot of the Marvel characters, a lot of the more Marvel, like the more modern ones, like some of them, not everybody have like these, like there's, they're normal people. Like I know that both of them are valet drivers, I believe. And they just have like normal sort of lives like this, this 20, 30 something type, like nerd living your life. Like it's cool kind of thing. Kind of reminds me of like, um, Paul Rudd's character, um, Ant-Man. It kind of reminds me a little bit of that kind of character. Um, so I mean, I like that. Like, I, I like that they're not like, you know, suit and tie living, you know, working in an office, living in an office type characters, um, which we do have those characters in the Marvel universe, but it's just kind of cool to see like these two, the girl who plays Katie, I don't know her name, but she's, uh, the dragon Sisu from Moana, uh, or Moana, sorry, Raya and the last dragon. I love that movie. And she, she plays this part so much like that character, like the dragon. I like, she just has like a really cool demeanor. I've never actually seen her face before. I never like outside of the picture, I've never seen her face. So I went to the movie with my friend and they're like, oh yeah, she's in Raya and the Last Dragon. I was like, what? And the second I heard her speak, I was like, you know what? Yep. That's her. It, she sounds just like herself, but uh, sh she's playing these like carefree characters and, and Katie's such a carefree, a carefree character. And I, 
I, I like their relationship. They're very like a lot of, you know, her family wants them together. Um, but they just seem to be like best friends. So anyway, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to find the best way to not give everything away or whatever. But anyway, so the movie's called Shang-Chi and the Ten, uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. His father is the owner of the Ten Rings. You know, they're, they're meant to, you know, uh, uh, guard him. They're powerful. In the beginning of the movie, we, we see his mother and his father and their relationship blooming. And that whole scene of them kind of coming to that conflict and, and working together was beautiful. That whole scene, the you know, uh, the opening of those two characters together, the mother and father, um, was absolutely gorgeous. And the colors and the visuals. And I love it. Like, I, I like, I don't know, to me, this one and Black Panther... These two are two of my favorite origin movies because there's something about bringing in different cultures and also showing the American version of those cult, like, you know what I mean? Of those like cultures and, and, and those kind of conflicts conflicting with each other and, and characters having to like <laughs> step into, step in from one plane to another. That makes sense. Like step in to, um, their ancestry, but also, you know, the Americanized version of that. Because, you know, obviously in America, everything is like Americanized and it, you know, the views and and ideas of other cultures are are flipped and changed in America of how we see ourselves, how we see our, our, you know, others and how we see others, even in our own like community, color, world, all these kind of things change in America because America is this huge melting pot, uh, pot, you know what I mean? Um, and I love how both of these films really do address um, the differences between, um, you know, where we come from as people in our, our respective cultures to being in America and how we're seen in America, how things work in America versus in other places. There's a lot of that conversation. And I mean, it's not like so, it's not really, in my opinion, it's not, it's not too too negatively thrown at you in these movies. I think it's thrown at you. And, but again, different cultures are seen differently in not only America, but even in other regions around the world. There's a lot of toxicity, unfortunately, everywhere you go, um, from one person to another, from one race to another, from one background to another, there's a lot of toxicity. Um, and so these things are different. Like for example, in Black Panther, there's a lot of conversation between, you know, um, Black Americans, Black Africans, how the world sees both and how they see each other. There's a lot of that conversation, which I love. I love that conversation, having that conversation and being a part of that conversation. That's why I love that movie. And I feel like there's quite a bit of that too in Shang-Chi as well, to a different degree. um, I want to say less harshly. That's what, like, I'm not saying that, that Black Panther was harsh. I'm saying Black Panther... I feel like Black Panther told it like it is, and I feel like Shane Chi did too, but in its own way, that makes sense. And that's why I enjoyed both these films. But not only that, because, <clears throat> I'm sorry, not only that, that's not the reason why I enjoyed them. I enjoyed both of them because I just felt like they were just, they did, in my opinion, such a great job of showing these, because even though Wakanda is not a real place, right, it still has a lot of realism in the the, the culture, um, and it, again, in the, in the conversations about how things are seen. Um, and, and the reason why I'm pointing out Black Panther specifically is because it's another film, like I said, like Shang-Chi, where there's there's these, I don't know, I feel like a lot of the other films don't really touch on these, these things because you have a minority character playing the lead character, right? And you're talking about things from a very different perspective of how, like I said, things are done in America, seen in America, and how things are done in other places. And there's so much that takes place in these foreign lands, you know what I mean? Uh, The story and the the culture of the, the characters, you know, for Black Panther was Eric. Eric was the one, you know, who was born here in America, but then went to Wakanda. And we got to see the differences, the parallels. And the same thing happens here in Shang-Chi as well. Um, and you know, we, you see Katie and her mom is very, like, very judgmental about the job that she has, about her status in life. Her, their friends are also very judgmental about their relationship and also, again, their status in life. And, you know, both, uh, Katie and, uh, Sean's friends are just like, you know, well, you know, we're, they kind of have a holier than thou, better than thou kind of, you know, attitude towards 
these two in their jobs. They feel like their jobs are just very minuscule, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, you know, on the way to work one day, uh, Shang-Chi is basically attacked by these guys who want to take his like necklace from him um, and bring it somewhere. So he's just kind of like, you know, okay, well, I have to go get that back. Obviously, that was important to me. But then he also remembers, like, you know, I had this whole other life that Katie had no idea about. So Katie's like, what the heck? Like, you're my best friend, Sean. What do you mean you have a different name? What do you mean you have a father? What do you mean you have a sister? Like, these things were not brought up to her at all, ever, because he's just been, again, on a mission. So he ends up having to go back. He wants to help his sister. And his sister ends up also getting attacked by these men who want this necklace from her. So they have to, of course, team up. And we end up seeing certain characters from other films. Again, I'm not spoiling things. Um, but I like, I just, I really like the movie. I loved the colors. I love the, the fighting scenes. Like, which this movie is getting a crap ton of praise. And let me tell you, rightfully so. Like, I'm, I'm very skeptical about a lot of movies. I'm like, especially Marvel films and Star Wars. Let's talk about it. Because... Look, a lot of people, obviously Marvel, Star Wars, you know, one, they have, one thing they have in common, they're both owned by Disney. Another thing they have in common is that they have huge fan bases. Yes, DC does too, don't get me wrong. But there's a lot of times where people like blow up the Marvel, oh, this Marvel movie's amazing, and I go watch it, and I'm like, it's, it's cool, this is cute, this is cute, it ain't amazing, right? There's only been a few that I'm like, that was actually like dope. And I, okay, yes, I'm kind of biased. The Captain America movies are my favorite ones. I love Captain America, all three of his films. Um, I love Black Panther. Um, I I love, um, I like Black Widow a lot. I did like that movie a lot. Um, I love the characters around her. I, there's something about Black Widow though. I don't know if I've covered this movie yet, but there was something about Black Widow that bothered me. And I think that was, the emphasis on her sister's character, but I understand why, right? Obviously, if you see Endgame, you kind of understand why they had to do that. But it, it did just, it, it felt a look, that's just me personally, it felt a little bit like a slap in the face, just a tad. Cause it's just like, I don't know, they just made her, her family so interesting around her. I'm just like, but it kind of seemed like she died in Endgame because she didn't have, you know, as much to live for as Hawkeye. And then you find out actually, no, sis had a whole ass family, a whole ass life of her own that in my opinion is way more interesting than Hawkeye's damn family. I don't give a fuck about his family. Sorry, I said that, but I don't, I don't care. But anyway, like, I don't know. So it was just kind of a slap in my opinion. Um, I, I love Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi is in my top 10, by the way, it's in my top 10 of Marvel films. Cause it was just, it was so good. The, the, the fighting, the, the fashion, the fashion. So the sister, we're gonna get to the sister. I can't remember her name, like for the life of me. But the sister, I love her first, like her first, the, the costume that she's in majority of the film. Dude, her ending, like okay, so their their ending outfits, like for the for the final fight, bother me. Except for Katie. Katie looks fine. The other two, Shang-Chi and his sister, their outfits bothered me. I'll tell you why. Because the whole time, okay, first of all, the first time we see his sister, she got this badass looking Sith Lord kind of vibe to her outfit. And I was like, yes, this, yep, yep. And I, cause I, again, I bought the Marvel Legends figures before the movie even came out. So I already had an idea of what they were gonna wear, right, obviously. And so I was like, but well, wait a minute, they got her in this tired ass costume at the end of the movie. How come we didn't get a Marvel Legends figure of her looking like that? Dude, her outfit was the, her outfit gave me like 90s though, like straight up like TLC kind of 90s. I don't know why I was in TLC, but they had like, you know, like the, the short shirt with the midriff showing, but you got like the long fly pants, like you doing the MC Hammer. Like that, that's what her outfit gave me. Her outfit was bad. Her, her haircut was bad. She was bad. The sister was bad. Like she was bad. Her, her Marvel Legends figure does not do her justice. Why they chose that, that look for her, I don't know, but her outfit was bad. Shang-Chi though. Shang-Chi, you know what? It bothers me when your outfit is not as vibrant as everybody. Let me tell you. So at the end of the movie, they all fight, right? I'm not going to spoil it, but you know, there's a war obviously that goes on in this movie because there's always a war in a damn Marvel film or any of these movies. There's always a war, right? Good guy, bad guy. At the end of the movie, right? Everybody who's wearing red, including Katie, got these vibrant reds, right? These beautiful, like crimson, vibrant red. This fool is the only one out there with his, his look a little bit dingy. Like, I was like, wait a minute, hold up. Wait a minute, everybody behind you, their colors are popping. They're popping, they're popping. Your colors are not popping like that though. Who did it? 
who did it? Stop it. Hair and makeup. Out, no, hair and makeup is fine. Designers, come to the table. Come, come to the table. Come to the table. We're not going to have him in this. You see this? Okay? Come behind camera. Look how everybody else is just shining, right? Look how everybody else is shining. They're co- the, the red is beautiful. W- what happened to his? Somebody, somebody tell me. It, okay. You know what? You know what it brings me back to? Mortal Com- the new Mortal Kombat, when we finally get to see Cole's like final form in that Sub-Zero, whatever, or not, it's a Scorpion kind of look, and it was eh, the, the outfit was eh. I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> wait a minute. How are you going to make the main character in this fucking movie have eh? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, nah, sis. I'm like, my friend was like, no, his outfit is cool. I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. I kept telling her, like, dude, no, it's not. If you are the main attraction, right, but everybody else in the background are shining you, we got to talk. Like, I'm, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, the design, I suppose, was cool, but it was, that red was bothering me. I was like, this is not it. This is not it. Mm-mm. They could have did more. I was really unimpressed with his final costume and his sis- the, the sister's final costume because I thought the costume she had on the whole time was bad. I was like, that whole, that outfit is bad. If you could improve, right, or give her some, like, just, just a palette swap of that outfit again, cool beans. Like, even if she didn't, like, the midriff thing, I don't care about that, but I'm saying, like, I just like that whole outfit, that whole getup she had. So when they put her in that final outfit, I was, like, tired. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, even my friend, like, we're both, we're both kind of critical about certain things. But even she was like, I don't like this sister's outfit. I was like, sis, same. I'm not here for, like, they could have done something cooler than that. that. Like, I don't know why she would, at least put her in the same red you put everybody else in. Because like I said, Katie's final outfit, yo, Katie's outfit was, Katie looks good in that scene. I love the way they did her hair. I love the, 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 the wardrobe for her, for that scene was amazing. I loved that look on her. Like, she was wearing these freaking spearmint green pants half the whole damn movie which I mean let me let's be real I probably have something like that in my wardrobe too so I'm not really coming for her but I'm saying like she went from wearing that to looking fly at the very end so I was like wait a minute hold up <laughs> how how come Katie out here looking fly everybody else these two are just eh like mm-mm. no you can't have a man out here like that you can't have him out here just being eh you can't do it but anyway I really did like um the fighting style in this movie the fighting style the fighting scenes are long the fighting scenes are fun um there's one particular scene where they're fighting like on like a um a skyscraper right but they're fighting like on the outside of this building and they're scaling it and it, it's just it's incredible action really really incredible action and there's a lot going on i love in a lot of the newer films i'm not I, i'm trying to think of dc having this Thing too. I don't know if they do that, but I know Marvel's done it a few times now where there's so much going on in a scene. You've got like one character fighting all these people, another character, you know, climbing up something or whatever, or they're falling off something, but there's a lot of like dialogue, a lot of back and forth camera angles. I love that kind of stuff in these, these newer films. It just makes the action just feel more real instead of just like, okay, we have this one character. We're going to focus all of our attention on this one character in this scene. And then we'll cut to the other character going through something, but it doesn't feel like it's going on simultaneously. And a lot of these scenes, there's a lot going on for both characters. And in fact, sometimes they're in the same shot. So let's say Katie's like, fighting somebody but then you know Shang-Chi's down here fighting someone up here there's that same shot so it looks like there's you know what I mean like there's something going on everywhere in the frame and that's really cool I really did appreciate that about this film as well and just like I said the costumes the costumes are are really well done it's there's it sometimes can be kind of tricky to take a costume from comic to screen obviously um, and I'm not going to act like I'm an expert on this. I'm not. But, I, you know, as someone who's dabbled in costuming, it, it can be tricky. And I, I even though I loved Shang-Chi, like Shang-Chi's like counterpart in the comics, he don't wear a lot of clothes. So, <laughs> so it, it's different. But I really did appreciate, I think, a lot of the people around him and the way that they their costumes look in the movie. Their costumes, like I said, the colors, the dark blues, the, the, the mask, um of one of the one of the guys in the movie uh the mask that he wears amazing it's like scary but awesome at the same time a lot of cool stuff like that the father's costumes were great um yeah it was the mother's the mother's like opening costume super cool there just there's so much in this that i was like wow and it it definitely does like jump into like a whole nother level with um other mythical things in it i'll say that I, again, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a lot of other mythical things in this movie, too, that kind of make you go. I mean, you've seen some of it from the trailer. So, 
I'm not really spoiling too much, but there's a lot of mythical things in there that I was like, this is, this feels like something totally different from, and that, and that's what I think does well for Marvel. I think a lot of the other films, like a lot of the newer stuff is going in different directions. And I think that's what makes Marvel right now, like this, this part of the MCU so interesting, you know, with Dr. Strange doing the things that Dr. Strange did in, the, in his movie, it just made it very different. Guardians of the Galaxy was a big success because again, it showed us things that we haven't seen in the Marvel universe before. Um, and you know, even Black Panther showed different kind of stuff, you know, civilizations and things we haven't seen again before on a bigger scale. Thor Ragnarok did these kind of things too. Everyone's bringing in something different that we haven't seen before and it's all gonna have to, <coughs> sorry it's all starting to connect um to one another and that's that's really exciting that was that's really I think that's what makes Shang-Chi really stand out um among the rest is there's so much to see in this that we haven't seen before and it's also kind of making good will we see this again in in like another Marvel film like will this happen again and I think the answer to that is yes not exactly the same but you know what I mean like now that we've gone to these because it kind of pulls like a fantastic beast and where to find them type of thing. I need to take a sip of my drink, but it kind of takes you there. And it's awesome. I love that. Like some of the creatures in there, I'm like, I've never seen a creature look like that before, but it's cute. It's in, it works and it's adorable. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff in this movie that just makes me kind of go like this. If, if this is the future of Marvel and there's a film coming, more films like this coming, which I think the Eternals have that same kind of vibe to them. Um, like we're, we're used to seeing like bad guys look all, you know, mythical and strange, but to see this sort of like mythical creature land, I suppose, almost like an avatar um, land it's in the movie. It's so cool because it makes you think like maybe in the future we'll get more of this kind of stuff. Maybe there'll be more characters like this, which I mean would work perfectly. It, you know, it works perfectly. It's like getting, I don't know. I, I just, I loved it. I love seeing that. Um, I love the relationships though in the movie as well. I love the relationship between the brother and sister. Again, I love his relationship to Katie. I really do like that. Katie is, Katie is like the viewer. I feel like she's, she's the viewer of the movie. She's very, she's, you know, she's the quirky, relatable character that we all like. You know what I'm saying? That you, you kind of hope, you know, gets the guy, but also is a great best friend. She's just, I, I really like Katie. The character of Katie really does stand out in this movie. And I mean, everyone does. I love the sister and the relationship she has to the brother. I love the way the actress plays the sister. Um, and that's another thing I think that it has in parallel to Black Panther is what I loved about Black Panther is a lot of the women help carry this film. They do their part very, very well um, around, but they're, ju they're, they're just as badass as T'Challa. And that's important. I love that. They, they don't, like, you know, Black Widow always felt so second fiddle to the boys in a lot of these movies. She's equally badass, but you never really got to see her, in my opinion. Like, I don't know. I just felt like they focused so much more on the boys. And she just felt very, again, her, but not only her, Hawkeye too. Hawkeye also felt that way to me. They felt very, very, you are sidekick characters. That's what you're here to do. Same thing with Falcon and, and Bucky. And again, you guys can disagree. That's fine. That's just how I feel about a lot of these characters. Sharon, major side character. But a lot of the, the women in, like, you know, in, in, you know, Black Panther, even though they were side characters, they felt like at any time they could take on the suit and be just as powerful as him and be just as good as him and might even have like a sharper, clearer, maybe even more brutal than him as far as like making those hard decisions that T'Challa would wrestle with. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's just how I felt about it. And, and same thing happens in Shang-Chi. His sister, which I mean, it's bothering me that I can't remember her name, like, like, or how to pronounce her name. That's what I mean. Um, she was amazing. I love watching her and I love that she has a lot to do in the final act. And so does Katie. Like they made sure that, and I think this is a, this is a new thing happening in a lot of Marvel films. In and superhero films in general, in the world that we live in now, women want to be included because they should have always been included, right? They want to fit, not only just include, they want to be equal, right? They don't want to be the girl that's like, you know, oh, I have to fall for the guy. I have to make it about love. I have to be dramatic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that that's how women are. I'm saying that's how they're perceived in so many different movies. Um, you know, the, the, the princess, I need a hero uh, category. 
But there, it's also changing for men too. A lot of men in a lot of these superhero films or whatever don't need to be the knight in shining armor character anymore. That's kind of cool too. But it's great to see, you know, these ladies handling their own and knowing that they can kick just as much butt as the guys can. I love his sister and Shuri. I love them both. And that's another parallel. I meet so many Black Panther parallels in this movie because I'm just like, these are, again, these are two origin stories happening and they're just really great. They were really well done. They were very well done. And both of these movies give me hope for the future that we'll be able to see more, more culture enriched films. You know, I want to see more of the Latinx experience, Latino, Latina. Um, I want to see more of the uh, Hispanic um, uh, heritage. I want to see more of, uh, you know, indigenous heritage. I want to see more, just, I want to see so much more, um, you know, uh, heritage, you know, my heritage is, is from all over the place, honestly, on both sides of my family. So I grew up in a very like multicultural upbringing, not just, you know, the people around me as in like friends and whatever. No, like in my actual family like from all over we have family from all over the world and I like I love being able to see that you know you can we can you can literally see it in my family when we all get together in our in our family like you know like you know uh holidays or whatever you can see the diversity in my family it, from all over the board it's insane like it's not just the newer generation of kids being born because you know everyone's you know dipping and swirling I mean even just in my mother and her her, her siblings and their wives and husbands and, and now their kids and then their grandkids. There's so much color and diversity in my family. And not only that, but even the people we surround ourselves with are also like that too. You find people from all walks of life. And that's how I grew up. You know, my aunt Saudi, she dated guys from different parts of the world. And so they all had different accents from ways that they spoke. And they were, you know, invited to every other, every one of the parties. They were, you know, they felt like family. They feel like family still even to some degree. And that's just how we were. We were these melting pot of this melting pot of people and cultures, even now, like I said, even like, you know, with our family getting older and, and, and all that kind of stuff, we have so many different kinds of people around us in our orbit. We attract those kind of people as well from, from all over. And that's what I love. Like, even when I was in high school, I had like, I, 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 not that I meant to, but I had so many friends that were part of the foreign exchange program at my high school. I had like, one of my best friends was Russian. I had another best friend who came from Uganda. Like I had, it, at the same time, like we were sitting at a table at, um, at lunch and I had made friends with them and like, I think both of them were in my PE class. And then by like math, I had even more friends like from different places. And I would, you know, go home and tell my mom like, oh yeah, I met this guy from here, you know, we're in school together. They're part of this foreign exchange program thing, but they're in my high school and we're, you know, we're learning about each other. And I found that like a lot of kids at that time, you know, in high school, felt comfortable talking to me because I was accepting, right? I was like, and I wanted to know more about their culture and, and where they're from and how they see Americans or how they see this, that, and the third. I really wanted to know things. My dad, you know, he's in the military and he traveled the world. My mom, you know, she lived in Europe. She grew up in like Belgium and her family's from Wales and Cardiff. And so there's a lot of all of that, like within our family, even the way that sometimes we live our lives or what, you know, the things that we like, our, our taste is very eclectic. Um, and just the way that we speak, the way that the way that we are, we're, we're different. You know what I mean? I, I've always gotten that in school. I was always treated differently in school because of that. A lot of negative, but some positive too. But that's, I enjoy these kind of movies. And I, like I said, when I saw Black Panther, I felt seen. I felt like, wow, this is so cool. Like these are conversations I want to have. These are things I want to see. But I want to see a Black superhero being powerful, being cool, leading a movie, not needing to be the sidekick or the comedy, the comedic relief all the time, but he can do this. And the women are strong too, and they're powerful too. And they let themselves be known that they are these things. They're not gonna be controlled by this man. They don't need T'Challa. They, they do serve the kingdom of Wakanda, but they don't need T'Challa, right? That's what I love about that movie. And what I love about this movie is the same thing. The women in this movie don't need Shang-Chi, but they're up there, they support him. And in, in turn, he supports them. And that's how Black Panther was as well. There were movies, these are two movies, and I compare, I compare, I don't compare them. I enjoy their sameness in these ways, but they're extremely different films. And I love them both 
pretty much equally for that because the more I let Shang-Chi like fester in my brain the movie the more I love it I loved him in the comic books and to see him come and do his own thing like this 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 experiment as they said bullshit but I mean I don't I don't like what they said I think that's so stupid I don't think he was an experiment I don't like that and I mean I, but I guess in that case they're all experiments is that what you meant? Like, what did you mean? When you said that, what did you mean? But anyways, like seeing him come from that to this and getting all of this praise, like is beautiful. Getting to, listening to the, like, the album, the soundtrack, I wanted more music. Like again, another really cool parallel between these two films. The soundtracks to these movies are amazing. Amazing. And I love the Asian representation on this album. I really, I really, really do. Um, I think that's that's another thing that really drew me to this as well. It's like, man, this is this movie's this movie's dope. This movie's really cool, and it's it, like I said, it's definitely top t- top tier Marvel. I have like the I, again, the only thing that I can gripe about about this movie, the only thing, and it's so petty, is is just the costume. I don't like his costume, his final costume, because I don't think it pops. The way the other characters around him, their costumes pop. The same thing with his sister. I don't didn't like her final costume. Everything else about this movie is top notch. And you know what? Hopefully they'll change their costumes in the next film. Like I want to see him look even more badass and her too. Because I'm telling you that first that black costume that she had on, I was like, why did they take her out of that? Why did they take her out of that? She looked amazing. She came in that movie looking like she could kick your mind, everybody else's ass too with that damn costume. I love that costume absolutely love it um something else happens towards the end of the movie too <laughs> that i'm not gonna give away but i'm gonna say this they're changing somebody i i sense it they're changing somebody's character um in an upcoming film they're 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 adding a little more depth to somebody's character i won't say who it is but i noticed this character was a lot more quirky and kooky than they would normally be And that was something that was a little bit weird to me, but I knew right when I saw this character and how they were behaving in this this little time frame there in the film, I was like, okay, okay. I think they're listening to the fans and to the non-fans of this particular person. And I think they're trying to add some, some layer to this person that makes them a little bit more relatable or likable to some, to some degree. I'm not a fan of this particular part, like, okay. <clears throat> the particular person I'm not going to speak on who it is. I want you to watch the movie, but I will say this: I have my own personal thoughts and opinions on this character, on this character. Okay, um, that it's not the actor that plays this character that is the problem necessarily to me. Okay, it is. Okay, it kind of is because I just don't like their face. Have you ever met someone where you're like, I don't like you. Just look like somebody I don't like. I know that sounds mean and messed up and it's stupid because that's what it is. I know that. I, hello, I, I can, I can call myself out on my things here. Okay, I can call myself out on my problems. Okay, I can. I can. That's stupid to say, but it's true. Sometimes I look at this person in their movies and I just don't like. It's your face. It's just you. You look like somebody I wouldn't trust. Like. You look like somebody I would have some beef with for whatever reason. I, it, might, it might be petty beef. I don't know. But you look like somebody that I just would not be cool with. And 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 not only that, but anytime I've seen this person in like an interview or whatever with other people, they seem to be very like catty and a little problematic for like no reason. And I'm just kind of like, like, but I don't know. I don't know the behind the scenes of that, right? I don't, I, I can't, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be biased and like, well, because I don't like your face and because you seem like a problem, you must be a problem. I don't like that. But I did notice in this particular movie, in, in one particular scene, this character was definitely different from how I've seen them in their own standalone film and in a few things that they popped up in. So maybe, maybe we're getting a different vibe from this character coming forward. I don't really know. Um, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, this movie was really, really good. Again, there's two after credit scenes, y'all. Look, y'all, how many years have we been doing this? How many years have we been doing this? Why are some of y'all still leaving before the after credit scenes? Like before both of them. You got a mid credit scene and then an after credit scene. Why y'all still getting up and leaving? Have you seen the movie more than once? I mean, if you sat there and you watched the whole movie, right? 
Okay? And you say you have seen it more than once. I don't care. You sat there and you watched the whole damn movie, right? Why can't you wait another 10, 15 minutes to see it all? Okay? You already sat there and watched the damn movie you already done seen before. So why not just sit there and watch the whole damn thing? Like, I get anxiety knowing you're going to walk out of the movie. I'm like, wait, where are you going? Where are you going? You going to pee? You going to come back? That's what my friend did. She went to the bathroom. She came back. Because I'm like, why would you leave? There's no point to leave. We've been through this for too... We've been, we've been too strong for too long. I'm trying to tell y'all, Mary J. Blige. I'm trying to tell you. You can't leave until it's over. It ain't over till it's over. Till the lights come on, girl. Where you going? Where y'all going? Where you going? I gotta be home at this time. You got 10 minutes. You can't wait 10 minutes. You know what's gonna happen. You know they're gonna show you something. And yeah, maybe it's something you didn't give a damn about. One of them. One scene is always gonna be a scene that you're like, oh, this is juicy. This is tea. This is gonna set up the future. And another one is like, okay, this is throwaway. Or this this sets up the future, but a future I wasn't really that concerned about. This These two cut scenes at the end, you'll wanna stay for them both. You'll wanna stay for them both. Uh, that's just my personal opinion, my thoughts. But you'll wanna stay for them both. Um, I'm, again, I'm really excited for The Eternals next. Um, scratch that. I'm not really excited, but I'm excited. Why am I excited? You know what? And, and I don't care what you say. Three reasons why I'm excited, okay? Here they are. One. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek, period. Selma Hayek, period. And she got locks. Can we talk about, can we talk about Selma Hayek looking like a whole, just beautiful, just a whole glamazon. She looks gorgeous and her hair is super long. I'm here for it. Selma Hayek and long hair. Yes, make it happen. Um, Angelina Jolie and Selma Hayek in the same movie. What? 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 What was happening here? What is happening here? I don't understand. Who's getting the top billing? Is it Selma Hayek? I hope it's Selma Hayek. Who's getting the top billing? How you gonna have Angelina Jolie and she ain't getting the top billing? I'm here for that, but I'm. But you know what? What I love about this because I think Selma Hayek is playing the leader, right? But then. You look at Angelina Jolie's scenes and she looking like she ain't taking no shit from nobody either. So I'm like, this is this is iconic, sorta. But it is though. But it but it is though. It's iconic. No, but it is though. I, I don't shut up. <laughs> it's iconic, period. But you know what? Michelle Pfeiffer was in that Maleficent movie, the sequel that didn't need to happen. She, I mean, it was cute. I, I like it better than the first one, just my personal thoughts. I thought they bounced off each other really well, but there were still writing issues with that movie. Anyway. Michelle Pfeiffer didn't take top billing in that. So, you know, things happen. Because I was like, you ain't going to have Michelle Pfeiffer in here and she ain't taking top billing, but you did that. But you did it. Because Angelina Jolie was in it. But I'm going to tell you right now, Selma Hayek, you must be the baddest. Because if you took top billing away from her, oh, yes. But but Selma Hayek has been around for, like, ever. So I'm here for that. But she looks amazing. She looks amazing. I'm excited for this. The third and final reason... You can say whatever you want. I don't give a damn. We getting Marvel's first openly gay black superhero. I don't give a fuck. You know, I don't give a fuck. Listen here. Listen here. This is why I'm happy. Because you know what? Yes. <laughs> Representation matters, bitch. And I'm feeling hella seen right now. Bitch, when he... When homie breaks his table in the trailer and he was like, oh, what is this man out of... What do you say? Like, um, animantium or whatever the fuck? He, or vibranium. And he's just like... Ikea ball collection. I was like, bitch, that's me. <laughs> yes. I don't care. Yes, we need it. You don't know, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut it up. We need it. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. We need it. Yes. Look, I'm I'm tired. Okay. Monique. This is not me saying this. I'm channeling my inner Monique. Okay. I'm tired of these skinny bitches <laughs> coming up in here, okay? Taking taking the spot. Taking the spot. Look, how many superhero movies now or, you know, things in general do we see with LGBTQA plus characters that are the skinny ones? That's it. And I'm like, I mean, no, th- there's big ones too. There's big ones too. I'm not going to say there's not. In certain things, there is. But in something like this, this Marvel, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is big, big deal. Because it is. It's a big deal. Um... To have this kind of representation happen is is huge. You know, it was like when Pixar did the movie, uh, the little short, was it called Out? Whatever it was called, I don't remember. Um, <clears throat> and I felt like, I was like, this is playing it safe. Like, you're telling, an, and I'm not trying to come for anybody's experience, but I'm saying, you're coming, you're, you're talking about an LGBTQA situation. I wish they would have, I feel like there's so many stories out there that are like, in so many cultures, you know, even here in America, where 
being gay, being LGBTQA plus is not accepted. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not accepted. And it's not accepted to the degree that it might be in other cultures and other backgrounds, okay? Now, granted, I'm from a different background than other people. So I can't speak on everybody's experience, but I can say I have friends of different backgrounds. I know their, like I've heard their struggle. I've listened to their struggle of acceptance. And I know what it's like being a person of color, you know, being a one color, but being a person of color in this country and knowing what it means to be gay. Let me tell you, in the black community, it's still very, very toxic to be, not toxic, but well, yeah, it is toxic. There's toxicity in the gay community in general towards people of color, towards black, towards brown, towards whatever. There's definitely that. But being in, being, growing up as a, as a black man, being gay as a kid was a struggle. Let me tell you, it was a huge struggle for acceptance. A huge struggle for acceptance. Like, huge struggle for acceptance. Oh my, like, oh my God. And I never really looked for people to accept me. I just knew that they weren't going to, so I didn't give a fuck. I just lived my life. But most kids, yeah, you know, and, and and I didn't grow up in predominantly black neighborhoods. I grew up in neighborhoods with people of different colors and they still weren't very accepting people, like at all. But you know, anytime that I was like in high school, a lot of the black kids, they wouldn't be friends with me. And a large part of that was because of my sexuality. They did not want to be around somebody they didn't understand. I wasn't like them. So I was a perfect target for that kind of bullying. I mean, I did get bullied because I was fat, but my fat, me being bullied for being fat and me being bullied for, for being gay were two different things. Like I being bullied because I was fat was like on the back burner of people's minds. It was majority of the time was because I was gay and I lived my life the way I wanted to. I had my hair all kind of different colors. I didn't give a fuck what anybody thought about me. I was that bitch all the time, um, which later in life came back to be like, oh, look, look at that. Like I had people who used to call me names and bully me in high school. So I'm like, you know, like, dude, one thing I have to say about you, so many people that I remember from school that I thought I was going to be the friend they were real are fake as fuck. You are still the exact same person that you were back then. You're still, you, you know who you are and that's appealing. And I, I apologize for even ever like fucking bullying you because you knew who you were. It was me and other people didn't know who they were. I even had people bully me for being gay in school who are now you know, out and, and, and gay. And you know, I'm like, oh, that's cute for you. I love that. Live your truth. But bitch, something I didn't remember when you used to talk about me on the motherfucking bus going home, bitch, what's good? Like, I, <laughs> no, seriously, you, you grew up to be very handsome. What it, What is good? What, what are you doing Friday night? <laughs> um, it won't be me because COVID. Anyway, but yeah, so this movie's just, Shane, she's, <laughs> I was going like random directions. I'm so sorry. Whoever's still listening here at the 42 minute mark, I love you. I love you. I appreciate you. Yes, you're you're you're, the, you're better than anybody else in the world. You're amazing. I love you. Um, so Robert, um, <laughs> shout out to you, Robert. I miss you, my friend. I really really miss you so much. But yeah, no, seriously. Or it could, you know what? It could also be Jordan. It could be Jordan. Shout out to you, Jordan. It could be both of you together, Jordan and Robert. Two of my coolest friends. Love them so much. Shout out to you both. Oh, it could be Josie. Nah, I ain't gonna be Josie. Josie, it ain't you. It ain't you. And if it is you, sis, I love you, sister of my soul. I love you so much. Yeah. Anyway, another thing that made Shang-Chi very special for me, by the way, again, this is an outstanding Marvel film. Please go see it. But another thing that made me really love Shang-Chi was getting, Shang-Chi was getting to see it with my friend, um, Jessica. She's moving out of state. Uh, she's going to be moving to, I'm not gonna tell you where she's moving, but she's moving far away. Um, not too, too far away, but far away enough. And... It was really nice to have like a last hurrah with her. You know, we would always go see Marvel films together. Um, major- well, majority of the time we would see them together. Um, and we kind of, both of us grew up in into this Marvel Cinematic Universe together, loving these characters. And it was really fun to kind of get like one last hurrah before she leaves. I'm gonna, I'm gonna message her something kind of cutesy later and be like, oh girl, like remember when we went to go see, like what was the first one we went to go see? I think Captain America. Was the first one we went to go see together that one? I think it was that one. Was it that one or Thor? No, I think it was Cap. I'm pretty sure it was Cap. It was one of the two. But we went to go see those uh, that together. And by the way, we had seen other Marvel films before this. Like, our first movie together, um, which happened by accident, was seeing Spider-Man 3. Yeah, Spider-Man 3 was the first time me and my friends, me, 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 hello, and my friends in high school swore we were all going to go see Spider-Man 3 together. And only... <clears throat> like two or three of us showed up 
And we didn't even know each other was in the theater until it was too late. So we were walking out of the theater all together talking about how bad that movie was. And that, my friends, is how our Marvel story was born. And we started seeing more films together, Harry Potter, all that kind of stuff together over the years. So I'm really going to miss her. Um, She's one of my movie buddies. Um, She's my longest running, besides my parents, my longest running movie buddy. So I'm going to miss her so much. I am. But I know she's going on to big and better things for herself. And I really love that. I think it's amazing. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, this movie's, this movie talks a lot about friendship and family and, and, and moving forward. And I think that's great because that's exactly how our friendship is. So, um, I'm really, really excited for the next chapter of her life. And I'm really excited to see more Marvel films. Um, I want to see what the Eternals is going to give us. Um, again, I'm not going in expecting very much of it, but it looks like it's good. It just, just again, having Selma Hayek and Angelina Jolie in this movie together is enough for me to be like, yes. But yes, also please check out the Shang-Chi album, the soundtrack. I promise you it's got some bops on it. I am stuck on Nomad. I'm stuck on Loose Control and I'm stuck on War With Heaven. I also love, I think it's called Into The Dark. Um, and oh my God, there's another one that I'm forgetting. It's like, it's one of like, it's it's one of the most popular songs in the album. You know how they have like the star next to them? It's one of those. Um, in fact, all the ones that have the star next to them are pretty decent. Um, I did like Act Out, I think. Um, I liked uh, Run It. I loved Run It. I think it's called Run It Up. Run It Up or Run It. It was a really good one too. Um, I like Warriors. Something about that one. Um, I like, I think it's called, is it Hot Soup? Oh my, can I, can I look at the track listing while still being honest with you guys? I don't want to cut off. I'm scared. Did I cut off? No, I'm still going. Okay. Let me see if I can find the songs. I'm so sorry. I'm going to cut like, I have way too many apps open. What is going on with my life? I know. I know. If you guys are in this far, again, I appreciate you so, so much. You guys are like gold stars. Um, I am. I'm still recording. I am. This is, this is magic. Okay. So sorry. Um, yeah. So, um, Let's see, my favorite songs are In the Dark, I Was Right. Um, I'm not gonna pronounce the artist's names, but yeah, that one is a bop. Um, there's all, Lazy Susan is okay. Nomad is my bop. Um, I love Fire in the Sky, bop, bop, bop. Lose Control is a bop. Every Summertime is Cute, I like that one too. Um, never Gonna uh, never gonna Come Down is good too. Clocked Out was interesting, I like Clocked Out. Act Up, yeah, I like that one too. Baba Says is a bop, Baba Says is a bop. Run It, it's called Run It, is a good one too. Swan Song's okay. Uh, War With Heaven, yes, bop. Hot Soup, yep, bop. And then Warriors, there's a lot of really good tracks on this album. Do Not Sleep on the Shang-Chi album, I'm telling you. It's like my second favorite Marvel soundtrack. It, it's fire. I really love it. Um, that's, again, that's how I felt when I was listening to Black Panther's album. This album, like, Black Panther and Shang-Chi, again, just have these soundtracks that I'm just like, bruh, like, this is what I've been needing from Marvel the whole time, those souls. Like, that's what made me love Black Panther as well. I was like, this music is insane. Can I get this? Dude, I, before the movie even came out and I heard all the stars, <laughs> with Kendrick Lamar and SZA. <laughs> I was done. I was like, bitch, give me, run it. Run my credit. I need this, I need this album. Like, yesterday. I remember it. That, All the stars, bitch. Clutch the pearls, girls. Clutch the pearls, girls. I was not ready for that. Bless you, whoever that was, dad. I think it was dad. But that was a bop, a whole bop. Um, and yeah, so Shang-Chi album is fire. Do not sleep on this album. Check out these artists because some of these artists, hold up. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out one of them. Oh no, because what if I mess up his name? Um JJ Lynn for loose control. Bop. Bop. Um, let me see. Cause I want to do the one who sings. Um is it Kishi? Kishi, I think that's how you say his name. With uh, War with Heaven, Bob, um, Zion T as well for Nomad. I mean, there's another artist on there too, but again, I'm not missing everybody's name. Girl, yes, girl, yes, girl, yes. Um, and then Anderson Pock um, for Fire in the Sky, but but Bob, like these are Bob. Um, I gotta say Nikki too, because I actually Nikki um, or Nikki. Um, I actually know one of her other songs 
that played in Hot Topic when I worked at Hot Topic for like seven years. One of her songs would come on uh, towards the end as I was leaving would like, you know, come on uh, every now and then. They had a video for it too. So I have to give her a shout out because I remember her being like, you know, one of the artists like bubbling up in, in Hot Topic and now she's on a Marvel Cinematic Movie soundtrack. Not once, not twice, but thrice. She's on here three times, you guys. She's she's doing it. She's doing, doing the stuff. And I have to mention Rich Brian as well because he's also on a lot of the tracks. So if you're on a lot of the tracks, whether I like the tracks or I don't like the tracks, the fact that you're on so much of this album is amazing. I think both of these artists really cared for this movie and wanted to be all over the soundtrack. And I don't blame you. Hello, again, Kendrick Lamar on freaking Black Panther. Like, he was all over that. All I mean, I think he did the whole album himself. So do you, boo. Um, but yeah, love these artists. Check out this album. It is super fly. You're going to want to add it to not only your Marvel Cinematic Movie Collection, but you're going to want to add some of these songs to just your bop playlist. I already have a few of them on my like personal bop playlist. And of course, I went out and bought the whole album. I kind of want to get the score too, because the score for this movie, again, beautiful job on everything here. So again, this is a great movie. It deserves the hype that it's getting. And then some, I'm going to get back into talking about DC series, um, the uh, not only uh, Doom Patrol, and I'm gonna get back into talking about uh, Titans because Titans is just I love Titans, such a good show. Anyway, guys, that's the end of this one. Shang Chi is in theaters now. I believe it's rated PG, PG 13. You can also watch it on Disney Plus. And by the way, because of the success of Shang Chi, Disney is deciding to make sure all of its 2021 releases and future Marvel releases will be exclusively in theaters for at least 45 days before you can watch it on Disney Plus because the success of Shang-Chi has just been so great. So the Eternals, <laughs> from the sound of it, you will not be able to see it on Disney Plus yet. However, comma, um, that one comes out in November, but however, comma, I don't want to jump the gun and say that because what no one is factoring in is, you know, with COVID coming and, or COVID, please don't come, but with winter coming and colder months coming, you know, COVID could potentially blow up again. So again, I think making that bold of a statement so far away from November at this point is kind of stupid. Yeah, we're not so far. We're in September, October's next month, but girl, like anything else in the world, shit can go to crap real fast. So don't take that news and run with it. As far as we know right now, Disney's saying 45 days, uh, you'll, Eternals will run 45 days in theaters without being on Disney Plus, and then it will jump to Disney Plus about 45 days later. That's what it's saying so far. However, like I said, we don't know what the numbers look like. <clears throat> so please just proceed with caution, okay? Don't get your hopes too far up yet until we know what's going down. But anyway, uh, Shang-Chi's in theaters. Now you can also watch it simultaneously on Disney+. Plus. Um, yeah, I like I said, I went to the movies to go see it. It was really weird. I haven't been to a movie in a long time, and I can see why. Um, I won't get into that in this podcast. I'll talk about it later, about my thoughts on, on like, quote-unquote COVID protocol protocols and how bullshit that was. But that's just me, girl. You know, I'm, I'm a hypochondriac, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? I've got to keep people safe, okay, sis? I'll see you guys next time. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your face. Sanitize. Do what you got to do. Protect yourself, your loved ones. And yeah, you know, I'll see you next time. Peace.